Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today is a geek and graphic designer and a fan of all things strange, geeky, and of course, not cool, even though she is cool. Uh, please welcome the founder <laughs> of Not Cool Co. and co-host of Master of One podcast, Lauren Rubin. Lauren, what's going on? Hi, just uh, hanging out on a nice Friday. Yeah, that's awesome. What um, my go to my go to question always is, what's your go to lunch? Like when you have when you're having lunch, oh. uh, you know, what's like a go to sandwich lunch that you usually order? Oh, order. Uh, I actually like make my own lunch most of the time, to be honest. Uh, okay. So if I make lunch, like I like um, just like a, a wrap with whatever like lunch meats or leftovers I have yeah. in. So just keep tortillas and kind of throw things in there a lot. Um, and then if I guess if I order lunch, we have like a Bon Me restaurant that's literally like two blocks from my house. So I'll just walk over there, grab one and come back and they're delicious. Yeah. No, I love the idea of uh, I'm a huge fan of left. I, I call it like leftover lunch where I bake. I'll make yeah. things into sandwiches or anything. It could be a salad. It could be a whole bunch of different things, but usually or it could just be straight leftovers, depending on what it is. So I, I definitely understand yeah. that. Um, I definitely understand. Lunch is like 90 percent leftovers for me, especially yeah. working at home and everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally love that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Not Cool Co. Um, how did you come up with the name and the concept of the shop? Uh, I, I definitely had the idea of like, I wanted to be like, um, I guess like more of a, like illustrative artist. Like I was working, um, like a regular job at the time. And I was trying to like figure out a way to kind of separate, um, cause I had kind of three jobs at the time I was doing my, my like nine to five job. I was doing freelance to try and like be able to move into that while I was doing the nine to five. And then also trying to get like my own stuff going in some way and then so I kind of had an easier time separating it a little bit for myself and like making it a company initially I had like a lot of ideas where I was like I'll recruit my friends and they can make all these designs and uh and I'll just go all to all the conventions because I love being at conventions maybe more than anything yeah. <laughs> I think like <clears throat> excuse me most people who know me know that like uh I go around at like artist alleys and stuff so like finding an excuse to be at those places was like a huge goal for me <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, now I, I kind of like have that full thing. It's kind of really become my own thing and I don't, um, share it as much. I do a lot of like collaborative stuff with other people. Like, uh, I'm releasing new pins with Ursa Major Supply next week. Uh, but I, like I've done the illustration work myself and it just gives me an ex like an outlet to do whatever stuff I have in my head. So like, yeah. I'm, I love doing it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, um and the name. Yeah. Uh, came from me really trying to come up with something that was like memorable because like my name doesn't have like the greatest uh, like Google ability or whatever. Yeah. So I was trying to come up with something memorable. I was trying to come up with something funny. And uh, I came up with that just because like I consider myself like I know that I'm a huge dork. And so like I just like to make fun of it. And the fact that I'm, you know, at conventions and like it's not that it's like not cool it's just like what most people would used to like tease me about and all that kind of stuff is what I love so I just embrace it <laughs> no I and I love that I also love the fact that it's like it's not cool but it is cool because it's all like it, there's all it's all the different things from the geeky to the pop culture so there's like a whole you pretty much hit quite a bit of different areas um yeah. so I think that's so yeah I love I love the name I, I love the name Thanks. and uh so I was actually I always like to like let people know how I was introduced or how I found out about you. So I was actually originally yeah. introduced to you 
by my friend Will Truen, um, yeah, who obviously has done so much and does does quite a bit with like podcasting and all that stuff. I'll actually have him on the show soon to kind of talk about his new game that he's creating. Um, but you know, and so yeah. I started following you online. And then obviously where I think you kind of build great relationships, even though I've built great ones online. Um, I got to meet you in real life at Creative South. So mm-hmm. uh, and then we got to hang out quite a bit uh, with you, Andrew yes. and Patrick and, and the master of one podcast group. Uh, and so that was um, that was awesome. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the of spending the weekend was hanging out with you guys. Um, yeah. And so and then I, I got to kind of like really enjoy seeing uh just seeing how you are and uh, how interaction with everybody <laughs> playing games with you and and so it was awesome um but i i really loved like just like from even from like before like just kind of i really knew that i wanted to chat with you and i and i remember asking you like hey do you might would you mind be interested in being on the podcast because um i had known like you originally you worked you did work with like professional sports um for mm-hmm. a bit and like in 2016 and like you mentioned you had you had three different areas. You had like the full time, you had the freelance, and then you also had your brand. What was the tipping point for you to go from, you know, like, hey, I'm going to stop working for, you know, like nine to five job and mm-hmm. work and maybe do freelance and work for myself and do just not cool co. What was the tipping point for that for you? Um, it was kind of like it was a lot of things. I, I had a really cool job, but it was a really hard job. And uh, I'll just say what it was. I used to work yeah. for the Astros um, and it's just a really small team and a huge design load. And so like um, just really wasn't like getting like paid enough to suffer how much that I was suffering basically, or like, it just really wasn't like the best fit for me. I think that like, I, I look back and I really like a lot of things about that job, but like, it just really wasn't good for me at the time. Um, and so decided that like I I'd been wanting to do freelance and like never kind of gave up that idea and had been doing some freelance work ever since I got a job out of college uh and I was originally trying to make my freelance work be that illustration outlet and try and find that kind of work but it's um sometimes really hard to find well-paying illustration work uh I think people just kind of uh undervalue it in some ways or like don't understand how much time it takes so like I would get people who are like yeah I really want to illustrate a children's book I'll pay you a thousand dollars to do the whole thing I'm like no uh so I was like do taking more freelance gigs that were designed anyway so I was kind of getting um the like design fulfillment that way and then like working into doing more gallery shows and more um like just kind of finding outlets to do more illustration. And so that was kind of like leading me more and more into like, I really want to find a way to do that more. And I still try and prioritize that the most, but uh, I, I like pay most of my bills with the graphic design and illustration, like freelance work. So yeah. uh, it just bounces around a bit. <laughs> you make it work though. Yeah. I think that's like a big part of being freelance is just make it work. Don't like you, you can't like uh, expect things to go exactly how you plan. That's just not what it is. (laughs) No, it makes sense. Flexibility is key. Um, Mm -hmm. I know you sell, I know you sell um, on your website. um, Not cool co. Uh, I know you also do have like an Etsy. You have like the Etsy store. Um, And then I also know you do very well. And you mentioned it already about conferences and comic cons. Um, I wanted to get, you're I wanted to get I kind of wanted to pick your brain because I've heard people tell me that like I would be good at it and it would be something that I should consider mm-hmm. doing 
but I wanted you to see if you can give me any tips. Like, can you give people some tips on like, if they were to go, Hey, I want to sell at a larger event, like a con or like, you know, kind of like, you know, dragon con or something like that, or like a mega con. That's like, not as maybe a comic con, but something pretty big. What are some tips or some things you've learned along the way that maybe, um, maybe you can share with me or share with others that you've learned or or things that help make your life a little bit easier. Cause it seems like it'd be overwhelming and a lot of people coming at once. So it's like, you know, I, I, it's a little undaunting, I think, to me, in my thinking about it. So I figure I'd ask you what your thoughts were. That is a, a very good question. And I always like talking about this because like yeah. getting more people to come to the convention is like my favorite thing. Uh, so um, it can be overwhelming, especially when you're just starting out because like you like now I've done it so many times. I just like have a routine basically. And so I'm like, okay, grab the checklist, uh, you know, got this, got that, got the bins, you know, um, all that. But when you start out, it's tough because it's like, I don't even have like a box to carry everything to the show in, you know, (laughs) like even like basic little things like that, or a table sometimes or tablecloths and stuff. And, and there will literally be things that you forget for the first 10 shows you do or whatever. And like, that like every single show, I think I have like goals that I wish that I'd gotten to, or like, oh, I wanted to make this new poster before this show. So I had something new or um, make this cool display thing or, or add whatever crazy thing I decided to add. I'm very uh, over ambitious sometimes. Uh, but I, I think something that like I remind myself of is like, no one is aware of those expectations except you. And so like, no one's mad at you for not having a new print because like you may not have even told anyone you were working on it, yeah. which is what I tend to do because I don't like to show things until I'm finished, but that's just me. Uh, but like, yeah, I think like just get out there and try it and don't try to put that much pressure on yourself other than just getting out and doing it. And cause like when I started, I didn't have a lot of stuff. I maybe had a t-shirt, couple sticker designs, no pins at that point, And then like some, like more elaborate original pieces I would bring to try and kind of fill up my table basically. Cause I didn't want to just have, um, space. So I just yeah. like made originals before shows. So <laughs> it would take up the table and I still have some of them. They never sold because I priced them wrong. Uh, but it's just, uh, like, I think just getting out there and doing it is like way less scary once you just rip off the band-aid and people are so nice at cons like honestly like most nerds are really nice because like we've all just dealt with a lot of like social problems so like I've really had so rarely like issues especially with like customers to me at conventions and stuff because everyone's happy to be there if they don't want to talk to you they won't you know like they make it's really obvious i think when people don't want to talk to you yeah you can tell right away uh and like other people really want to talk to you and just spend your time with them and like engage with them and like meet new people the best thing about conventions is getting to network and like meet other artists and stuff like i learned so much stuff from just seeing how other artists set up their table or i'll be like oh where'd you get that thing and people ask me that kind of stuff all the time and i will be like here's the amazon link how do i help you know i think it's like a very warm and um like people are really encouraging of each other especially your fellow vendors like i i make friends every time because with the people around me because you're also like they're all weekend. And if you like, just buy them a coffee, you will be your friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that. and I think there's also things where it's like, you all have a lot of common interests just by being there. So mm-hmm. like you, you have an easy time talking to people. You can like, they'll be like, Oh, cool. Star Wars poster. Oh, I like Star Wars too. What, which movie is your favorite? You know, it's just very easy to, um, I think talk to people there because you have stuff in common just by being there. 
did you start with like small like a smaller like a smaller like a week like kind of like a smaller conference yes. Um, Thank you did for you saying kinda, that. I got yeah, because I I, I yeah. figured you <laughs> didn't jump. Questions. I figured you didn't jump right into like a a large one yet. Like I mean, I figured you kind of did a smaller one because because I mean, I was looking at like in for me locally, there's like one that's like mm-hmm. four days um, to be mm. there, and uh, and so it's like a yeah. you know Thursday to Sunday type thing. So I was kind of curious. Like I'm like, did you kind of? I mean, I'm assuming it's kind of similar to if you were doing markets, you do something a little bit smaller. Maybe yet you're kind of just to try to try out and and kind of work out the kinks. Maybe see what's going on and then from there kind of start building from it one million thousand percent i'm just like nodding the whole time you said this uh so like the i think like i started out doing like smaller markets and i was really lucky because there's a couple of um kind of like pop culture smaller art galleries here and they were doing shows um or like tape like kind of like small mini like artist market with the gallery show and so that really helped me get started because like they were so small it didn't feel like a ton of pressure and then like everybody else kind of had minimalist table setups a lot of times and then like a lot of the people that I now like share tables with or know really well like from being in all the cons like they were the same people at the show doing their first ones so it was just kind of like a good uh lucky timing for me where I had like um, peers that were doing it at the same time. And so we could, um, compare notes and stuff, uh, which is always nice, but those, those have kind of faded away. I still do lots of markets. I love doing those kind of things. Like, um, there's lots of like breweries here and they do like movie nights. That's, that's a really good one to do. Um, I, I think it's great to start off at like smaller things and like work your way up. Cause you don't feel as much pressure. There's just frankly less people like at some of these cons you're talking about, like Megacon and Dragon Con have like 50, 60,000 people. So like, that's a lot of pressure. And like, you're also spending a lot more money on your booth in those cases, whereas a market, sometimes you spend not even 50 bucks on your yeah. table. You just need to be there. Um, and like, there's other rules. Sometimes it just depends on each thing. And I, and sometimes you can work with the venue. There's like lots of things you can do, but, um, yeah, like doing smaller markets and like working your way up is great. And then also just like being local for your first couple shows is extremely helpful because trying to figure out how to like take your show on the road, get everything in an airplane, if that's what you're doing, whatever, it just gets kind of exponentially harder. And not that it's not doable as your first show or anything. I don't want to say that, but like, it just is an extra layer of difficulty that like you don't have to deal with if you can find a couple local shows to just get it out like just try it yeah. just try it uh just to see if you like if you totally hated it or whatever like that's a good um kind of barometer because yeah. like it's just a diff like a lot lower stakes and local stuff is just like a million times easier i'm always excited when like a show is local or like i don't have to fly because like packing your stuff is so hard. Like my display stuff weighs a lot. Like, um, if you have books, that's a nightmare. Uh, t-shirts really hard to travel with you. You would know that, uh, cause you have to bring so many sizes of each design and everything. But like, I, I love doing it so much that like you just, after a while you do get the hang of it. You, you have the big suitcase that works for everything and you know how to pack it. It just takes a little practice, but like it, I just love doing it. So I highly recommend like getting out there doing shows especially if you're trying to um, build your customers. I think that that's like a really good way because then they meet you, they remember you. I just like, I think I personally, and I think you're kind of a similar personality where like, you just like are a lot like um, a big personality and you're good in person. And so like you, you will have fun, like just talking to people and stuff. Yeah. That's uh, that's kind of where, 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 how I've looked at it. And I've like kind of thought about it that way as well. Um, 
So I know you have a lot of like you have a lot of pins, stickers, posters, shirts. Where do you get your inspiration from and decide to create something that's either pop culture or geeky? Is it like what's what's happening right now or is it something like you're kind of like, hey, I'm into this or like how, do, how what's the what's the thought process or inspiration process um, when you're starting to create things? I'd say at least like 90 percent is it's just like what I'm excited about. <laughs> especially because I do a lot of like pop culture related stuff. Like I'll see a movie or a TV show, get really excited about it and just mm-hmm. want to make something. I try really hard not to let like, um, Oh, is this going to be popular or whatever? Like matter too much. I do. I would say I, I, like, there is a consideration where I'm like, okay, literally no one's going to buy this. So maybe I'll just make the drawing for me and, like, you know, put it yeah. aside and then get it out of my system or whatever. But um, like, cause like pins are very expensive to man- to make. So like, I, I, that's probably the thing I'm most choosy about, like what I actually make into pins. I've done several designs that I scrapped by the time I was like finished with it. Cause I was like, I just don't know if like people will buy this yeah. or like whatever, but I can make stickers sometimes other things like that. So I think it all like works out. Okay. But um. Yeah, I, it's really like just I, I'm super inspired by like pop culture and um, like movies, TV shows, books, comic books, like all that stuff is like kind of what like I soak in all the time. So just like whatever I'm excited about is what I will want to draw, like uh, just watching finishing Stranger Things and uh, need to draw something for that again. I, I've done like a couple of things for that already, but like now I'm like, oh, I got to update. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you what's uh, what's what's inspiring you right now. I figured that would be one, maybe Kenobi. And then that. Uh, uh, yeah, I got yeah. just got back from Star Wars celebration. So I literally have yeah, like a totally keep on Star Wars brain. Like <laughs> I literally am reading everything as like Star Wars things. Uh, uh, watching Stranger Things. I was like, oh, this is a very Empire Strikes Back when it's like 11. You must forsake your friends and go into your training. I was like, <laughs> but I, I, it's good. I'm like super pumped on Star Wars right now. And it's a great time to be. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. They're definitely doing some stuff. I thought about you when you were there because I was like, I was like, man, she must be in heaven right now yeah. at the star wars celebration <laughs> i was like it was it sounds pretty amazing um one of the things that i i appreciate from what you do are like the little the little details the symbolisms of your art um that you include in the in like your prints and and things like that and i and i just i love that um do you have i i'm always intrigued by creative especially creative people who are kind of always being inspired where like where are you keeping all these thoughts um do you have do you use it on your phone do you have like a journal um do you have like do you put it like log it somewhere i mean obviously i know there's kind of like a either i'm assuming you're kind of like when you brainstorm or get like a quote or something Mm -hmm. that maybe inspires you um where are you keeping it all i've got a few places i do have like a notes thing excuse me a notes uh note or whatever (laughs) that has like, I have more than one actually. So I have like one that keeps track of gallery shows and I'll kind of like write the show, the the due date and then um, kind of like any ideas that I have. Cause like some of these were notified of like almost a year in advance. So like I have plenty of time to think about like, like fake gig posters they do every year also. So I just have a couple ideas for stuff like that. Um, and then I have um, my sketchbook where I'll, I'll kind of like to just kind of like do really crappy thumbnails to kind of see if ideas are kind of worth it mm-hmm. um so i do a lot of those in my sketchbook and uh sometimes I, I like take pictures of those and like i have a folder in my phone where i have those saved so that i don't like forget different ideas because there's certain things that like i've had ideas for or like compositions that i haven't gotten to ever so i just like have those um and then i yeah and then i just kind of like 
keep like, um, I have whiteboards, like all over my room to kind of organize myself. I think that just like for me as someone who like works from home, does freelance and has like a lot that they're juggling. I like lists a lot. Um, so I just have these everywhere and I have, um, one that has like a, a big calendar. And then on the side of that is just like a blank thing. And that's basically where I have like ideas for projects that I want that like, I want to do whenever I have more time or like in between shows or like, there's just stuff where like, um, like right now, like the thing I'm probably going to work on next is the new Umbrella Academy poster because that's coming out. And the, the I love that show. I love the comic books. And uh, I did a poster for the first season. I kind of wanted to like do an updated version for se- that like is season two for season three. And um, so like that's one that I like need to jump on, though, because it comes out in like two weeks. Yeah, like <laughs> say, it comes out at the end of June. Yeah. So that, that should mm-hmm. be really good. Um, yeah, I always love, I'm always intrigued by, because like in my world, obviously I'm not, and for me, it's a little frustrating uh, a little, or at least a little bit because I will doodle, but I'm no illustrator. So obviously I Mm -hmm. work with designers. So like, for me, I will like, I will doodle and do my ideas and, and we'll sketch out some ideas and I do the same exact thing. I literally have everything from a Google keep um which uh, is a great little app that basically they have that it's almost kind of like stores things and i'll take pictures of things and i'll, I'll write notes i have no oh, sections nice. yeah. um i have a i have journals that i'll like just literally write mm-hmm. ideas on or I'll, I'll send myself texts on things yeah um sometimes i'll have it like because um and, and and i guess the other thing i'm curious of is where do you when do you get these inspirations i'm always kind of curious on when people get some of these because um lately the trend that i have is people either in their car driving um Mm -hmm. i've gotten in the in the shower i've heard people while they're taking a shower usually for me that's what happens like it's five in the morning and i'm taking a shower um are there any other times that you get it or like are you do you ever get it like in the middle of like let's say like as you're watching stranger things right now uh do you ever get like oh like oh crap i want to do that like you pause it and like let me write let me get it out of my head there are definitely sometimes where like i see a moment and i'm like i have to do that like like you just know that that's the thing like um I really want to do one for station 11 and I'm like I have the scene in my head I'm like more like it's like what was on the screen but like that's just like the one you know when you see it sometimes uh and then a lot of times I I, uh, like I like to go running it's kind of one of my only hobbies uh and I I, like while I'm doing that I listen to music or podcasts and I I think about ideas a lot then and or, or kind of like sometimes I have like the the nugget of an idea, but I don't have it like worked out. Mm-hmm. And by the time I come home, I'll have like the, the real idea, like worked out. Uh, if I'm kind of like thinking about it, like I specifically remember, I was really trying to come up with a, an into the spider verse thing. And I have my, my pin set and I was listening to the soundtrack when I was running and I like came up with the idea to like have the what's up danger, like pin and everything, like as two separate things. And like yeah. had it in my head, like so perfectly that I like drew it, like right when I got home, like a little sketch for it. And like, I didn't even change that sketch very much. I tried to redraw it nicer to make it what I was like really thinking. And then ended up just using the sketch and cleaning that up uh, in my, uh, in illustrator. I mean, <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. I do like that pin. That is a great one. That's one um, of my favorite yeah, ones. <laughs> I love when I and I'll update that that one when I get a chance too because I want to do one that's like the opposite direction and maybe saying something else but do one for Spider Gwen as well. Yeah, I was gonna say I hope we get Spider Gwen one. I hope you get that one. Um, I was hoping I would get to do it sooner, but they just keep delaying this movie. Yeah, (laughs) that that is very true. Um, I also mentioned that you co-host a weekly podcast with Andrew uh, and Patrick, Master of One. Tell Mm -hmm. folks a little bit about it and how you got involved with it. 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, Master of One is an awesome podcast. We talk about uh, all kinds of different like pop culture things, what we're into, um, like, but I think I would say our primary focus is sort of art and design. Um, it's kind of like by designers for designers type of thing. Um, and so like we, we, we kind of do things where we have like two parts of every show where like the first half is like what we've been into, what we're um, just like up to this week or kind of interesting pop culture news, et cetera. And we'll also talk about like headlines, I would say in that kind of section, if there's big ones, uh, new trailers, new shows, uh, Oscar, whatever is going on. <laughs> um, and then the second half of the show is where the master part comes in. We draw categories every week and we have to kind of research a topic a little bit and like bring a more um, like concentrated uh, talk about like that subject. So like examples are like art, design, architecture, uh, games, toys, TV shows, movies. So it's kind of like you'll get that topic. You pick one specialty for the week and kind of zone in on that and, and share about it. Um, and we're now on Twitch, so you can see um, both on video or listen on podcast um, apps. If you like the audio version, you can do both if you feel like it, which is what I still do. <laughs> and then um, we also have a few shows like kind of under our umbrella. Yep. As you mentioned, there's uh, Will show Dungeons and Designers, which is literally Dungeons and Dragons for designers. That is a tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, really, really fun. I love that show. And then they've got a uh, drawing board with me and Doc, where we're kind of doing different types of art tutorials. Yeah. Doc is an uh, amazing, amazing, amazing artist. He does all kinds of Adobe talks and he's just a great guy in general. Um, and so he kind of leads the way on those and picks the kind of subjects each time. Last time we did like a really cool, like, craft project together and yeah. made um soda pens from soda cans and that was really fun I've never done it before and we were all like hanging out and drawing the last half hour together and so like that was really cool but we've also just done uh straightforward like drawing tutorials straightforward coloring tutorials and he'll talk about his process and everything we, doc has like tons of ideas for like all different shows so like we've kind of never done uh the same thing twice really so we're just kind of like working on coming up with more things we talked about even like me taking over at some point but uh the big project that i was gonna do for it just totally fell through so uh didn't work out but that's okay so i'll just do a different one <laughs> okay i i absolutely love it how long have you been doing it how long have you been doing it with patrick and uh oh yeah Andrew? i'm sorry there's no, like right. layered questions and i keep forgetting yeah i know don't worry I, the I, onion. I, I tend to uh <laughs> I try to like sometimes I should simplify and kind of do the follow up, but sometimes I figure if I give it to you, then it may give you a little bit of time to actually process some of it. And it, yeah, it is. It's good. Know. It's just me. Um, okay, so uh, I I started out as a listener of the podcast for quite a long time. The podcast has a Slack channel, and I was like very involved with that. Um, I just really liked it. I. I started listening when I moved to Houston and um, like was just really looking to like, I was working a job where I would work literally like almost the entire day because I was working for a news station that was just starting up. And so we had no assets. And so like literally everybody was there like 18 hours a day trying to get wow. this TV station ready before it was literally going to be on the air. Uh, so it was just like a stressful time. And I would listen, I would just be in the office a lot. I listened to like so many, like all of the Harry Potter audiobooks and many other things. And I was really getting into podcasts at the time. Um, and so like I found then because they interviewed some artists that I really like and then just like got addicted and kept listening. And that was when they still had um, their original third host, Luke. Um, but uh, just for like life reasons and everything, Luke decided to uh, retire from the podcast and um, he's doing great. Everything's fine. Just uh, 
you know, has kids in a bar yeah. and everything else. So uh, wanted to do something different. And so uh, after a while, they took a break and we're looking for another host. And they um, I've met uh, Andrew and Patrick originally at MondoCon. Rest in peace or bring it back, please. It was so great. <laughs> uh, but uh, which was just Mondo's convention that they had in Austin. I live in Houston. Both of them live in San Antonio right next to each other basically so uh I just hung out with them there and we like clicked really well and so eventually they asked me if I wanted to be the third host and I love it <laughs> I love it I love it that's awesome um what advice what advice would you want give someone who's starting something uh, or wanting to start something is there something that you kind of that you uh what advice would you give someone if they were to come to you and say Lauren I'm, I'm thinking about starting it but I don't know what to do or what are your thoughts um, without being specific, yeah. like just do it. Don't, yeah. don't get caught up in the like, oh, but this could happen. And that could happen. A million things could happen. You'll never be able to like control everything. If it's something you really want to do, just make it happen. It might not be like all at once. It might not be, um, you know, like perfect, but like getting out there and doing it and starting it is, is the key to like making it keep going. Cause I, I think like, that initial leap that I took to like quit my job and like make this like more of a thing that was like the scariest part. And like, you know, ever since then, I've just needed to make it work. You know, yeah. not every day is, is smooth. Not everything is easy, but like, if you, if you just don't start, it will never happen. No, I, I love that. I'm going to, this may be similar. You may give me a similar answer for this, but I thought of this and I thought it'd be perfect for you. So, mm -hmm. okay. So doc Brown shows up in the DeLorean uh, for you to go back, <laughs> for you to go back six years before you started not cool code to give yourself Ooh. advice or knowledge yes. you've learned along the way, what would it be? Oh my God. If I could really like seriously be like, get yeah. on social media now change the like, cause I used to like have my like social media, like, uh, I still have this account. If anybody wants to see really old stuff of mine, uh, hello, Picasso is like my original account. And I just had like everything mixed together. I wish I had just though, like um just started doing what i did sooner like i i just wish i'd started earlier because like basically i was like shy about sharing things i was i hadn't been to like the first time i actually went to a convention was 2011 uh and so like after that i was like totally hooked i knew what i needed to try and get to i just like didn't have that goal post i guess and so like once i i realized that and now it's just like oh, if I had known this, like, I wish, you know, like, I think I'd be further along. So I just like wish that I started sooner. I wish that uh, I, I wish I had like embraced social media earlier. And like, when it was easier as well, because like six years ago, dude, you're like, no algorithms, but, like that punish you and stuff for you. Yep. Uh, so, so like, I, there's just things like that, that I wish I had um, been braver about, like getting my artwork out there, because like, I, I don't know why I had this idea that like, and I think I still have this a little bit, which is like why I don't like to show things till I'm finished with them or whatever. Like there's that people will judge you about your artwork a lot more than they actually do. Because I think like, uh, like I was in art school for a long time. So like you're constantly being criticized because that's why you're there. And so like, I just didn't know how to like, um, understand that that wouldn't happen in a normal situation yeah. <laughs> until I like got out there, did it. And, and like most people, like other artists, you can have those conversations with sometimes that 
and, and sometimes they're hard to have, but like you will get better if you listen to their criticisms nine times out of 10. And, and the thing is like most customers do not come up to your table and be like, oh, you really could have worked on the composition or the color scheme is a little off or whatever. Like they don't know this stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I think that's great. And I think that you're right. Like that's to me, that's uh that's always the one I wish, like, I, I always tell myself the same thing. Like, I wish I would have started sooner. Or I would have, I would have come up with this concept or done, moved on it and not like talked myself and created the hurdles um, of that. Uh, do you yeah. have a, do you have a pop culture guilty pleasure? Oh my God. It's hard to answer because like, I think I have, I, I think I have tastes that like a lot of people don't agree with. So they would okay. consider the things I love guilty pleasures. Uh, but like, I don't really feel guilty about any okay. of it. <laughs> Nor should you, but I'm just, I was kind of curious. Like I was thinking about it and I was like, I was like, I wonder what it is. What if, if she's I'd not one, the one that I think surprises people the most is that I love real housewives. Uh, okay. <laughs> And I love like 90 Day Fiance. And I know that they're trash. It's just very entertaining to me. And I like them as background noise because it's just yeah. talking. So reality shows are great for that. Um, I would say like, okay, actually, I think the one that like I, I defend the most is Riverdale because like, <laughs> okay, I love that show. <laughs> I'm fully aware that it's not great. I'm fully aware that it is ridiculous. But I also feel like the people who make that show are equally as on the same page. So it makes it, of something special where it's like they are being stupid, but they're also making fun of themselves while also spending a ridiculous budget to make this look so good. So it just kind of is lands in this weird zone of like true blood is very much the same way where it's like, this is stupid, but because they're having fun making it stupid yeah. and it's kind of supposed to be stupid, just get in on the joke. Like, <laughs> okay. I like that. That's, I like that's that. me. No, I love that. I but love I, that. <laughs> where uh where can people follow and support and shop for your products everything is not cool code these days uh instagram twitter even my website is not cool.co uh i have uh pop shop live is also not cool co i'm trying to get more involved in that again i really like pop shop live i you just have to be um constantly doing it and i've been on vacation and stuff uh and then uh i will be at probably Denver Fan Expo and Comic Palooza next, I think are my next big shows. Um, and then Master of One, of course. And that's it. I even like have TikTok. I haven't posted on it yet, but that everything is not cool. Co. I just make sure to like okay. get that on things. No, that was smart. So, so Lauren, you mentioned pop-up shops. I've, I know another guest of mine mentioned it and she started doing it. Um, her name is Dead Disco and she started doing it as well. Tell people a little bit about it because I'm kind of intrigued. It kind of feels very like home shopping network ish. Um, yes, so tell I me a little bit. Fair. Tell me a little bit about it because I think it's something that I actually may enjoy doing. Um, like, yeah, how I did think you, you would. How did you go about it? Like, what? Tell people what it is and uh, and yeah. what, and all about that. I'll start with what it is uh, yeah. because they actually reached out to me to try it, okay. um, which is really cool. And I honestly like part of the reason I like it so much is their, their team is so supportive and helpful and cool. So like just, just off the bat, like really like working with them a lot. Uh, so it's, it's pop shop live and it's an app um, on your phone, or you can like do it on your browser as just like the website. I think it's just popshoplive.com. But if you if you type in pop shop live, you'll you'll find it. And so basically, like you can create a profile and like, yeah, calling it the home shopping network is is pretty fair. Totally. Because it's basically like 
Um, you'll create like a, an inventory in there. Uh, it's really insanely easy to set up your shop in there. Like I can, I did it in a couple hours with, with a little bit of help. Um, and then I, I you kind of have to like, I, I deleted everything after I did my first one and then reset it up because I was just like, um, I just learned a lot doing the first one, quite yeah. honestly. And so uh, that even resetting it up from scratch took me like less time. And so like only an hour or two, an hour and a half, I think. Um, and so like, it's really easy. You just put like one photo or maybe two, if you want of your product, a title and a price, you don't need to like, like Etsy, you have to write like a whole description and all this. They want you to have videos and stuff and you can yeah. do all of that, but like, that's not really what people are there for. What you're doing is you're live on camera and they, and you're, you're kind of selling your stuff. Like, you'll be like, this is my new pin, check it out. It's, and you'll talk through it and, and whatever. And, and you can just get on there and draw or whatever. Yeah. And then like have your stuff in the background. I've seen kind of like a variety of different ways to tackle it, but it's kind of like, um, somewhere in between like Instagram live, a Twitch stream, and then like a market. So like you're there to sell your stuff. You have like, it's basically like, here's your window where you're talking. And then like smaller in the corner is your little shop. And then like, you can um, like highlight things as you're talking about them. Like if you're going to show your pins, be like, there's the first one highlight that, you know, so people can find it really quickly. And then like, they can buy while you're live um, no other time. And then like, it's incredibly easy to do the shipping. It's all like um, integrated with their app and everything. It's like, honestly, easier than Etsy. <laughs> I was really, really, really impressed with everything about how this works. And like I said, the team was like so supportive and helping me get started that like any questions I had, they wouldn't just answer them. They'd be like, oh, I'll send you like a video tutorial that I'll make later so I can show you how to do it. Wow. Um, and they would, and like write me like a long response, like with details. And like, if I had more questions, they would just help me. And like, like incredibly, incredibly supportive. And a lot of the, and you can just go live whenever you feel like it, but most of the way that they do shows is kind of have little mini markets. So they'll pick like a theme and you can sign up for that. And then um, like with like, like there's, there's an enamel pin market that they do once uh, every other month, I think now. Uh, and so like, that's one that I did. That was one of the first ones I did. So it's like all enamel pin sellers. So you're that's kind awesome. of like with, within a group of like-minded people, like-minded customers, and they can kind of zip in between the shows. Um, usually you'll try and kind of coordinate so that you're not like overlapping each other too much, but it, it's not bad to have some overlap because sometimes people um, just click in between them or, or like, we'll watch five minutes of yours, five minutes of this, you know, whatever. Um, and, or just like do the shop thing. And like, I just really like it. It's not a big commitment. You're literally like on there as long as you want to be, and you can cut it off if you need to, or like, um, there was one point in my stream where like I had an issue the second time. So I just like had to shut it off for a second and come back. Um, and like people were really cool. Like the audience on there is really engaging. Um, I I've had like a really good time both times that I've done it and was like really impressed with like the system. I didn't make like the most money, but I also didn't, um, I, I do a ton of advertising and stuff that I could have done to make it better. Yeah. I was just kind of like worried about figuring out how to do it the first couple of times. Um, and so like, now I know these things. It's just like, like I said before with this as well, as soon as you do it once you learn new things and then you're better at it the next time and it's easier and you just know what to do. And like, I was still, I made signs like and everything for each one that I've done because they have themes. I love themes. Uh, and so like anything like that, that you can do is really fun. And like, they just kind of like encourage you to be really creative and kind of just have fun with it and so i really really enjoy it i totally recommend it i especially if you're just starting out because yeah. it's a good in between 
of like, you don't need any setup other than maybe your desk and like be able to hold up your products and you can talk to customers and just try it out. Do they, um, do they like, are they in a chat box or something like that? That are like, they're typing in chats. Is that how it works? Like almost kind of like an Instagram live where it like pops up and you can actually see it and kind of like read, um, or make comments or anything like that. hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Okay. So like I've done it like, um, where, where I'm streaming from my computer screen, just to like have the yeah. real estate versus my phone, but you can do it on your phone. So what it looks like when you do it on your screen is like, you're in the middle and you see your stream and then like on the left is like the comments and stuff. And then on the right is your little like shop Got um, dashboard basically. And then they could only shop. And that, that's interesting. They only can shop when you're live. So obviously you want to be live for at least like an hour. I'm assuming. Um, give I've done, or take. Um, yeah. I've done an hour each time that I've yeah. done it, like within those little kind of mini markets yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I've only done it a couple of times, but really, really liked both experiences. Um, and it's nice because it, like with other markets, like it does take up your whole day because you're going to be there. Like you have to be there early, set up all your stuff. Yep. Um, you know, like tear it down at the end of the day, bring it home where this is like literally two hours max. So like yeah. you can do this and then go do something else later in the day, no, which that's is like great. pretty convenient. So um, especially I think now for like, if you're starting out, this could be like really cool, like to try out because it's like really low commitment. And I was like, um, I was feeling really nervous before I did my first one. So I was watching a lot of, uh, people on there just to see like, what do people talk about? What do they do? And like, a lot of people are like just in their pajamas, chilling and just talking to you. And like, I was like, Oh, this is like really like different kind of yeah. commitment. Cause I was at least like dressing up and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And like decorating my area but like a lot of people don't do anything or like some people just like clearly like have a backdrop that they pull out every time and that's just like their setup and works great and they can just like do it like once a week if they want to or whatever that's... i think there's a lot of people i know who are using it like more and more like um this girl that i met at creative south i think she does it like once a week and so like i'm trying to i'd like to like work up to there eventually but it's still i still like threat about it so <laughs> what um and i think is it how what's like the out of curiosity and I, I, someone had told me it's like there's obviously a commission for every item sold but is there like a startup cost or anything like that for you to sign up to be part of no. it or to do it no it's just that little uh little commission on each sale yeah which is really nice because etsy charges you you don't, you don't have to have, you don't get charged to set up on Etsy. You can just have an account, but anything that you do on there is basically a charge. So like if you post a listing, you get charged. If you make a sale, you get charged there. I mean, you're paying for the shipping, yeah. but that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and pop shop live does free shipping on Friday. So that's like oh another my. like really cool thing that they can do that helps. Like, I'm just like, I feel like they actually care about like the creators and artists on there and like fully understand that this doesn't work without them and are like so supportive. So it's like really awesome to like have this while Etsy's kind of like not doing the best right now. Correct. Like I'm working on moving off of my Etsy to a, a Shopify store. It's just like not going to happen overnight. So I don't want to yeah, have anything. It's a process. Yeah. And I want it to look nice and I yeah. want it to be good and all that stuff. So like, I'm just not rushing it um, and I'll have my Etsy until then. And it's fine. But uh, seeing how good pop shop was is another reason why i was like okay there's no reason to put up with this like <laughs> yeah no i love it you've uh you've inspired me because i'm like 
to me, it's like, I think when, especially if you're, if there's something about you're passionate about, or you want to be able to talk about that creative process, how you came about it and all those things, I think those are all elements that I think people gravitate to and they enjoy when they kind of can see like how, like, especially if you can talk about what it is, like your product that you're obviously prideful of because you created it and Mm -hmm. spent the money to make it, but also the fact that you actually can then tell people like tell people the little details or the little things that they go wow like i didn't realize like it's not like she just like you know it's not like lauren just whipped this up like she literally had put some thought process into it and there's some creativity to it so i think that's a that's 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 phenomenal like i i someone i had it's funny because i had just had a conversation earlier with uh with my friend katie about it and like because she started doing it and i mm-hmm. laughed because she's like i'm an introvert but i'm like i i still am doing this and and she did one of your yeah. like the enamel pin markets um yeah is what she did and i was like even if you just did your enamel pins and stickers i was like that's like quick and easy like that's like a quick thing where you can kind of pull up and start talking about and gonna go that route and then if you can mm-hmm. get into shirts and and other things that'll be great i mean i think that's a that's awesome um, I love yeah, it. And like I said, some people like play trivia. Some people like are just sitting on there drawing and they're just kind of chatting while their shop is live. Like it's, if you go on there and just watch a few, you can see like yeah. the variety and it's really cool. And I did like that. I had like time, I guess, to like talk about more detailed yeah. stuff. Cause like, uh, I love throwing in like really small details and especially like my prints and stuff. So it was like fun to be like, Oh, here's all the little secrets in this print. And like, here's the sketches and stuff yeah. like, cause you have like a lot of time to the behind the um, talk with people. So like, yeah, on the Lord of the Rings, when I did, I was like, here's literally like all the sketches that went into this poster and like, here's how I stitched them together. And then here's the middle part. Cause like, we just had times and people were asking me. So I was like, I'll show you if you want to see. <laughs> that, that is a, that is phenomenal. I, I, I love it. Um, thank you so much for your time. That's, uh, that's no our problem. show for today. Thank you so much for Lauren Rubin of not cool co, uh, for being on and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check out her stuff online. Definitely check out. If you like podcasts, definitely check out master of one podcast. They are phenomenal. Um, I absolutely Ooh. love them and they do a great, a really great job. If you love playing games, they're definitely always playing games. I've, uh, I'm not much mm-hmm. of a game person and I, I literally would play games. In the time. Yeah. Like I yeah. totally would play games. <laughs> phenomenal. Um, if you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to check out and subscribe and obviously leave comments and reviews. Um, and if you love, and if you want to support me, check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads, do some shopping and obviously spread the word like PB and J. Um, thank you until next time. Keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion.